Hey everybody, it's me, Randy, from the Dark Side of the Elite, and welcome to the table. Today I'm joined with a whole bunch of people. Um, our regular familiar voice we heard as of late is my co-host today, and he will probably be from now on. He's not just the standard in pro wrestling, he's the standard in podcasting. It's Mr. Matthew Grant. How are you doing today, Matthew? Matthew, what's going on? Uh, I'm, I'm good, man. Thank you very much for having me and uh, looking forward to what we got here. Yes, yes, yes. We got a full table today. The sleeve is in. A couple extra chairs are pulled up. But uh, we're here um, with a lot of familiar voices and faces of the Ontario wrestling scene to talk about an upcoming card on November 5th, the Arthur Carfield Memorial at the Battle Arts Academy, 4880 Tompkins Road, Mississauga, Ontario. Doors open at 6.30. Bell time will be at 7 p.m. Tickets can be found at eventbrite.com. So first of all, let me introduce to you the organizer of the event. And I'm just going by his Facebook. As per, he is the extravagant athlete, the Brantford Bandit. And he's officially a sponsored confetti athlete as well. He is pretty Ricky Wildy. You Thank today? you very much. I love that you got all those details in there. Bang on. Anyone listening who doesn't know my name is pretty Ricky Wilde, and I am just delighted to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you for joining. Oh, one thing I do want to clarify, though, uh, I'm not actually the organizer for the November 5th show. It's uh, put on by all of Ontario. I'm just the guy elected to do the media rounds because I'm very good at talking and everyone knows it. That's right. That's right. You've been on all the podcasts out there. I've been listening to you too, as well. Thank you for doing it. You're the man. I would just like to clarify something really quickly. Um, Sponsored confetti athlete. Oh, check this out. Okay. So legends uh, confetti company in California, they send me free confetti so that I pose with their confetti. I'm a sponsored confetti athlete. That's honest. Also today, late breaking news. I just got sponsored by Caesar salad. So you're going to see a lot more of me and Caesar salad. Welcome to the sponsorship Caesar salad (laughs) and welcome to the Ricky family. I'm loving it, baby. (laughs) Uh, I just need to clarify. Thanks. The next gentleman has been on fire all over Ontario. Hence his name, El Diablo. He is one half of your current Destiny Tag Team Champions, Fighter Flight. It's Gabriel Ferreza. Mr. Ferreza, how are you today? What up? I am slightly less excited than Pretty Ricky. Uh, only slightly. Um, but you're also forgetting I'm also the current crossbody champion. I'm also the HWE Cruiserweight Champion. <coughs> Sorry, Matt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. That's good. That's good. Yes, I could go on and on. You have more gold. I think you're putting the leather business out with all the belts around your waist. Mm, very kinky. <laughs> yeah. You've seen him at Bash of the Bar. He is THT. He is the card breaker extraordinaire. He is Brady Wetham. Brady, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, things are great with me. I'm just here looking at my uh, Zoom name. I just realized my Zoom name here is Big Old Wango. So that should be a good uh, testament of how the rest of this evening shall go. What's going on, everyone? How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Thanks for asking. And last but not least, he is the man of the hour. He is a wolf in human clothing. He is a content creator. He's enlightened us with some stand-up comedy at the Bash at the Bar, and he's one of the best wrestlers in this fine province. He is Brendan Caulfield, Holden Albright. How you doing, Brendan? You're looking at me weird. 
No, Ricky is digging out a oh, pumpkin, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was watching this. Too. So I uh, I ran real late at work today. I didn't really expect it. I need a carved pumpkin for tomorrow. So I have run out of time and I'm now carving a pumpkin. I'm being very respectful. My headphones are both on. I'm listening to every word of the conversation. But yes, I am working on a bit of a pumpkin project over here. Uh, we will have it completed by the end of this episode. So you have something to pay attention to, audience. Uh, I will reveal ultimately what this great uh, masterpiece is going to be. I've re recently learned that my favorite art form, I believe, is uh, the carved pumpkin because it automatically decays, it has to die, and I think the art only looks spookier and thus more beautiful as it does decay. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> uh, so I would describe myself as a pumpkin, a uh, carved pumpkin then. I just get better as I age and decrypted myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. For the love uh, of the sport, I... the love of the game. It adds to my luck every time. The, my most recent chip tooth was because of Gabriel Fuerza after a 60-plus minute match. And I was like, yeah, it fits the luck. It doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm doing very well. Thanks for uh, having us out here tonight, uh, Randy. No problem. Or Justin Zane. I don't know which gimmick name you're going with. <laughs> Randy, Randy. You heard my new theme song, right? So it's Randy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, coming up on November 5th, there's a big event coming. Ricky, why don't you tell us a little more about it or tell us some of the matches that are coming on? Oh, buddy boy, I would love to because I got this thing memorized. So we are having the Arthur Caulfield Memorial Show. All proceeds are going to be going to Brendan Caulfield, the whole Noel Bright Caulfield family. I want to be very clear because of that stipulation, he gets no input zero input as to what this card is going to be. We made that very clear. So every show I would go to after uh, the unfortunate accidents uh, and happenings uh, within Brennan's life, I would find person after person running into me saying, you know what we should do? We should run a show. You know what we should do? We should run a show. And that is what we kept coming up with because a lot of people on the Ontario indie wrestling scene do not have a whole lot of money uh, at their disposal. However, they have a lot of time, effort, and a hell of a lot of talent. So they're coming in both guns blasting. First up, this is the first match we announced. I could not be more excited about it because I almost can't believe we were able to get it to happen. But Revolution, our pals over there are helping us out with releasing our first match. And this is the Bubblegum Princess, Alexia Nicole, recent AEW Dark Superstar, going up against Impact Wrestling's own, the quintessential diva Giselle Shaw. And this is the first time this match has ever happened. The fact that we're the ones putting it on, all right? AEW wants it. Impact wants it. First time ever happening at our show. Very exciting stuff. They've never seen this before. Next up on the card, it only gets better from here. I was able to politic myself a title match. See, very importantly, I put a lot of man hours into trying to get myself the main event spot. They wouldn't let me. I kept pitching different things that I should win or I could have won, but they wouldn't have let me. So I did end up with a title match. And I'm very excited about that. I got a match against Clay Wilson. He's the HWE television champion. I'm coming for that belt and we're having ourselves a little humdinger of a wrestling match. This show's got a battle royal. Now, you would think, battle royal, this is kind of fluff filler. This isn't the kind of thing we want to see on a show. Here's how we beat you. Albright has one thing that he is kind of determined about on the scene. I don't know if he wants me to release this, but he very much supports the students and the young people on the scene. He wants them to get better. He wants them to improve. Personally, kind of sickens me. But he wants them on these shows. So... I got no room for him because I got star after star after star demanding to be on this show. So we got to do something with all these students. We're going to throw them in a battle royal, but I'm not just going to waste everyone's time. I'm very clear about this. The winner of this match 
gets to debut at Barry Wrestling. I was a young student going to Battle Arts Academy. And the fact that this opportunity is just walking in and handing it to these students like, hey, who wants it is exactly what we think Albright would have been proud of. So that's why we went with that match. And we've opened it up to absolutely every school in Ontario. They've all been reached out to. They've all been talked to. The word has been put out. Get yourself into this Battle Royal. Contact me. Uh, and then you winner goes to Barry. Very exciting stuff. Our main event of the evening is holding Albright up against big old greed for the OTT heavyweight championship. You want to talk about some big dudes busting each other up. We got them. We got the biggest dudes in Ontario and they're coming to smack each other hard. We're very excited about our title match there. We think it's a main event that could caliber anywhere across Ontario, anywhere across Canada. And we got ourselves here. It is for, I believe if my math is correct on this first time in the GTA and the first time in seven years, I could be wrong about those statistics. You'll have to ask the man himself in a little bit. And finally, this is the match I had my hands on the most. This is the stipulation that we were trying to get. Now, originally, my plan was that whoever lost this match had to be a male stripper. They had to go to a strip club. They had to perform a male strip dance for whatever paying audience was there. That was my idea. However, the rest of the booking committee said that there's no way we can get that and we can get enough footage of it. It just wouldn't be feasible. So what we're going to do instead we have Rex Atkins versus Eric Carney. Rex has said this is his last match, which I didn't expect that, but boom, now we got that added to the mix. Okay, this is a no disqualification match where the loser will have their legs waxed live in the ring during intermission. This is the kind of fan interaction you can't get anywhere else. It's a once in a lifetime wrestling show because all the people putting it on have decided we are never doing this again this is a one-time only thing so we will absolutely not be booking there will be no return on this uh so if you're not booked i apologize to you and if you're not in ownership of a ticket at this point what are you waiting for because we got one of the best cards going in ontario definitely 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 that was the best promotion i've it's... ever ever heard that was absolutely the... incredible <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Good goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, everybody come out again November 5th. We'll talk about it too near the end of this as well. And uh, go buy your ticket. Again, I've got a whole bunch as well um, coming. So I hope to see everybody there. Now, for the people that don't know you all across this nation and the country, I'm going to play a little game with you guys. And we all know, like, it's kind of hard, I guess, to describe yourself to somebody if somebody doesn't know you, but, uh, or even put yourself over. So what I'm going to do is going to ask each one of you guys about somebody else that's currently here. So I'm going to start with Brendan, you, you're going to be last because we're all going to talk, tell, tell about you. Okay. I'm going to start um, with Mr. Fuerza. Mr. Fuerza. Yes, sir. Tell us, tell us a little about Pretty Ricky. Describe Pretty Ricky to everybody as a wrestler, <laughs> as a friend, whatever it may be. Holding the pumpkin there with his hand and his thumbs up right now. Tell us a little about him. I mean, what's there to say? He's literally carving a pumpkin while we're trying to do this podcast. The <laughs> man think, is a hustler. I think he said everything. Nothing but energy. <laughs> no, R Ricky's cool. Ricky's cool. I'll tell you. I, I mean, there's nothing I can say about Pretty Ricky that 
he honestly can't say himself very easily. So I'll tell you a quick little story. So I knew Ricky for quite a while because we both trained at Battle Arts and he used to be lowly, meek Nick Wildey. And, uh, you know, he refed and he was just kind of kind of a guy, you know, very low key, kept to himself. And then all of a sudden, like a butterfly bursting from the uh, chrysalis, uh, he became what uh, he is now. I don't know if it was always there. I don't know if he got dropped on his head too many times. I don't know if he started doing hard drugs, um, but I'm into it. And I'll tell you, when I became really into it was when him and I and a couple other people went to Nova Scotia. Um, that's when I realized that the whole Ricky kind of character isn't a character. It's him. He is that intense about wrestling. He is that intense about his friends, about uh, just about, you know, every, everything he talks about, he means it. So that's kind of when he won me over because it's so easy in this business, to, you know, always be on and be that fake guy. And, uh, you know, let's do business. Let's quarterback this match together. You know what I mean? You could be that guy or you could be Ricky and Ricky chooses to be Ricky. And I couldn't ask for a better friend. <laughs> that was wildly nice. That was like the kindest thing he's ever said about me. Yeah, I'm no, shut away up. And I'm blushing. <laughs> that was okay, very it's definitely uh, going to be a PayPal transaction young. going. Sorry, go ahead, Brady. I said that was very non El Diablo ish. Well, see, the thing is with the whole El Diablo <laughs> thing is people think that the you know that just makes me like a villain or whatever. Hey, man, I calls it how as I sees it. If uh, if you're doing good work. I'll probably try my best to commend you. If you're doing bad work, I'll punish you. That's what I do. That's it. Very neutral. There's a hundred percent, hundred percent of PayPal transaction going through on Fuerza <laughs> later. But uh... <laughs> there we go. So, Brendan, tell me about Fuerza. Describe Fuerza to you as a wrestler, friend, person. Uh, Gabriel Fuerza is the best wrestler in Canada at the moment. One hundred percent. The amount of uh, the amount of hard work he puts in is just tremendous. The amount of love he has for his family is matched to the amount he loves wrestling. This dude will literally watch technical wrestling and then practice it on his cat to figure out how the movements happen. <laughs> uh, wrong. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like literally, I'd probably say uh, Fuerza is my best friend in wrestling, and. Unlike most like friendships, we haven't wrestled each other that much, but like the amount of ring time that we've put in probably bell to bell is more than any of the other matches that we've had with our friends. And it's just like, if there's anyone, me and him have wrestled for 60 plus minutes. If there's anyone I trust doing that with, it's him. And every time I watch him wrestle, uh, I get inspired every time I watch him wrestle because I know how much he cares about it and loves it. And then just the versatility of, he can main event a show. He can open a show. He can be in a tag match. Like, I, yeah, if you don't know who Gabriel Fuerza is, you're going to know at some point. There you go. Good explanation. Good okay, explanation. that was too nice. Let's be honest, guys. Come on. <laughs> All right, what is this? Is this is this this round table is just the fucking kiss-ass party? What's going on? Let me <laughs> have a match. Yes, that's what I was just All about right. to say. Get the, get the editor to get the bleeper ready. Right, Matt's a piece of fucking shit. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, bleep me out. You're going to have to... No, I'm joking. Matt's a great guy. Matt works very hard for not only THT and Ontario Indie Wrestling as a whole. If you've seen a poster ever in your life, Matt probably designed it or ripped it off at some point. Matt is a great, great human being. I can't wait for Matt to start November 6th at the THT 
flea market booth wrestling superstar extravagant. Wait, that's not what we're doing, right? I like Matt. That's a good guy. Everybody in here is good. My name's Brady Bye. <laughs> and uh, we'll go, Matt. How about you talk about uh, Pretty Ricky as well? Or Brady. Yes, let's do Brady. Yeah, let's do Brady. I want to hear this. This is all revenge time for you, buddy. I've been waiting years for this one. No. Um, for real, though, um, Brady has been somebody who has helped me through a lot of dark times. Uh, he's somebody who, like, has been by my side through a lot of shit. So I will always have a lot of love and appreciation for that dude. Um, yeah, he's such a personality. Such a personality, to say the least. If you've watched him on his card breaks, if you've seen what he's done uh, in Ontario Indie Wrestling, he's, he's a personality to say the least but uh, i love that dude all right all right all right enough so all right who am i putting over give me a name come on let me load here we're gonna talk about mr holden albright all right pretty ricky he starts all right albright i can remember i'm gonna hold the pumpkin carving knife menacingly i think it adds to the story so i can remember when we had known each other for a couple of probably years at that point not very well just as two guys on the scene we ran into each other at a demand lucha show i think at the time it was still lucha to anywho uh we got into a conversation during intermission and we both pretty quickly came to the consensus of like uh we were in this business to get things done and there was a lot of people who were playing the game uh but there wasn't a lot of people who were like taking it seriously and trying to win uh so for for those people who were just here to kind of like play as i'm a wrestler uh we had very little time for we, we had more important things to accomplish and it's funny you look back on it years later and it's like yep those are the kind of people that stick around uh and then there's a lot of people who don't you know what i mean uh and then on that same uh car ride that uh Fuerza was talking about driving up there with albright uh i don't know there's a moment i remember a we were supposed to be in a match together. We didn't figure that out until we were at, in the venue. We knew all the details, just not that we were in the same match. And we had, you know, a two-day car ride talking about it that it just never came up. We were in the same match. Probably because we were also almost late for that. It's a two-day car ride. We were still almost late to the show because we would stop at every toy store between <laughs> and Nova Scotia. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of time to bond over those kind of things. The moment I remember though, is we were standing in the middle of what felt like a 400 series highway at three in the morning and just kind of stargazing. You know what I mean? There was no one around. It was a very peaceful moment. And again, when you go through these kind of things, when you go through these kind of experiences, you know, being far from home and traveling and trying to chase your dreams, you, you just kind of forb that bond with these people. Uh, so to see Brennan at all times kind of being a, a leader within this scene, trying to push forward, not only himself, but the, the scene around him as well uh it's inspiring it's part to be and that's why putting the show together has been so much damn fun because if i was pulling teeth and i was having to go to people like i know can you please just help me out here it would be a pain in my ass uh and i probably wouldn't be putting in any effort but it's been so easy because everybody just wants to help out the amount of people that are constantly writing messaging saying hey can we get a part of this can we do something can we help out can we pitch in uh it, it's uh it's incredibly exciting and it very much speaks to the caliber of person uh that brendan is to to bring on that kind of reputation I will bring up that uh, Nova Scotia car ride. There's a bunch of footage in an archive somewhere that'll make for a great documentary eventually. But yes, uh, ourselves, Fuerza, Ricky, me, and Alexia Nicole were stargazing. But specifically, A, it was dark as hell that you couldn't see outside of the taillights. No streetlights. No streetlights. <laughs> And Ricky was lying down on the middle of the highway because you I can basically see, yeah, you can basically <laughs> see 10 kilometers each way. 
and Ricky's reply because we turn around and we're like Ricky why the hell are you on the ground it's like when's the next time you're gonna get a chance to lie down on a hot a highway and not kill yourself <laughs> I remember that Brady Brady why don't you tell us a little about uh, Brendan holding all bread oh, no. as well no, no. That's... Oh, no. Brendan's a good guy. <clears throat> I feel bad that I took him into a casino and showed him how to gamble and he won a bunch of money because then that just set him off on a tirade. That probably. Why would you do that I'm... before, man? I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to help out, trying to have a good night, and uh, I just screwed up, I think, because he won a lot. So, more that than was the best WrestleMania good. night, and we didn't watch any of the show. We didn't watch a single show. <laughs> yeah. I watched it when I got home and it was up to like two or three in the morning trying to wear off all that coffee we drank. But um, no, Brendon's a good guy. I actually was one of the first people in the business to actually meet Brendon uh, when he walked in the door at Crossbody. Um, so I met Brendon when, Brendon, how, how, what, what was your size then? Like, what did you weigh when you walked through the doors there? I was probably about 300 and like not athletic 300. Okay, so a non-athletic 300, Brendon walks in, um, and I was like his bump bitch for the first couple of days, uh, and then I remember pulling Tid aside, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore, this kid is, he's so, he's just, um, he's a fucking monster, he doesn't know his own strength, and I'm like, this guy's so fucking strong, and then a year later, I, I, I took some time off, and a year later, I came back, and I, I seen probably one of the, the, the best rookie I've seen on the scene since uh, I watched Josh come in. Uh, like I watched Josh, uh, Josh Alexander uh, start as like, I think it was Jay Phoenix or something like that. I think. Uh, and I watched him come in. His Buzz, first your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Um, uh, when I, that's, that's the only time and twice in the business that since I've been in, in 2002, 2003, that I've seen two guys that just, uh, pressed the living hell out of me. And I've literally followed through on everything that, uh, I thought was true. So that not only is, uh, Brendo a good human being, he's one of the best in Ontario, if not in Canada. So, and I put, I put Brendo in there with anybody, if I was a promoter or, uh, an investor, whatever it is, I'd put my money behind Brendo. That's what I think of him. Anyway, I'm going back to eating foods. Right, let's switch topic to too much kissing everybody's asses here, but it was absolutely <laughs> great. Um, we'll go to you, Gabriel Fraser. What do you like about wrestling today? What, why did you start? And what, what intrigues you every day? Because you are so talented. Every match that you do, and I am kissing your ass right now, <laughs> but I've watched many of your matches, but they're, they're highly entertaining, energetic, it, you have to, you're an athlete. It's absolutely incredible. Um, what got you into it and what gave you that uh, strive to stay with it so long and uh, keep going? And what, what do you enjoy most about it? Oh, um, so my parents were the ones who originally got me into it. Um, <clears throat> they used to go watch lucha shows in Mexico. And uh, when I became, you know, of age where they thought I might enjoy it, they kind of pulled me aside and were like, hey, we want to show you a video. And they had pulled a couple of Ray matches off of LimeWire, probably with a handful of viruses with it. And uh, they were like, here, sit, watch this. And I was hooked from like the get-go, like immediately. And it, it was just some random match. It was like a SmackDown triple threat with Ray. I think Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit, which... You know, in hindsight, that's a good match. Show some random. That's amazing. Yes, but it is random. It's just a random ass match. It wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't one of his more memorable matches, right? But that's how good Ray was. That you could just pull a random match out of nowhere and hypnotize a kid for life. Um, 
one of the things I kind of like about it now is, I don't know, like I, I, a part of me is on the old school guys side where that like a lot of stuff is changing a little bit too drastically to one side. But at the same time, I like change. I like the fact that people are starting to push boundaries in different directions. I don't think wrestling has to be one thing, you know, like the first match I ever watched was Ray versus Kurt versus uh, Benoit. But that doesn't mean that I don't like comedy wrestling. It doesn't mean I don't like deathmatch wrestling, high flying technical, two heavyweights, two meaty men slapping meat. Like I just like all sorts of wrestling. And I don't know, the, the thing that kind of keeps me going is I guess creativity when it comes down to it, because I've never been somebody who wanted to get signed or make money or I don't know, even impress people. Like I don't really care about that stuff. I just want to feel creatively filled and Unfortunately, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it is a job. So sometimes you don't feel creatively fulfilled. So in those cases, as long as I'm financially fulfilled, then we're, we're even. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty loaded question, but I hope I answered that somewhat okay. Oh, great answer. Great answer. Matt Grant, I haven't asked you this question. I know it actually, like, not on, not on air. What about you? How did it all start out? Why, why do you like it today? Uh it's been in my life since day one, man. Um, literally, I my first memory of being alive is uh, the old Undertaker, uh, Mankind, uh, Hell in a Cell. Sorry, Undertaker, HBK, Hell in a Cell promos. The, that like creepy music that was playing in the background. I would literally have nightmares about that. And ever since, man, I've been like hooked since day one. Um, it's always been something that's been a constant in my life. I got teased in school for it. Um, I've just stayed attached no matter what and just been chasing the dream, man, through podcasting, through refereeing, through now getting a chance to become a performer myself. Um, it's, again, something that's always been a constant in my life and it always will be. Fantastic, man. Brendan, how about yourself, my friend? Where asked, I know I asked you a year, year and a half ago on it, but everybody's saying it. What, what got you started and what has you hooked right now? Uh, so I think mine is a combination of both uh, Mad and Forza, where it is in the, what started me, it's, uh, I remember like 2002 in particular was like a very dark year for me, emotionally, family, everything. And all I remember is there was always two things that were always, uh, always constants. And it was pro wrestling and stand up comedy, which both of them, my dad introduced me to. Uh, he also introduced me to country, but that wasn't always a constant. So I'm not going to become a country singer anytime soon. But uh, that's what that's what karaoke years. nights are for. That's what karaoke nights are for. You need at least one hobby. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, and then what it led to was I I first started training for like two days in 2006 or seven because I saw a, a breakfast television uh, segment on it. And then when I started training, it was I had money. Uh, because a trip fell through and I went, ah, screw it. I'm going to start pro wrestling training. And I met some of the, I'm now that I'm turning 30 in a few weeks, I reflect on like the last 10 years was spent in wrestling and I've never met more driven, motivated and inspiring people that kept, that keep me to keep going that there are times where like you want to hate wrestling, especially like what you might see on TV from time to time but then you know that there are some good people out there trying their best. And then that's where, especially like local independent wrestling is so valuable of like you see. And I think a lot of us during the pandemic, all of us really on the side of being 
in the ring we kind of missed it for that creative output but then we don't realize like all the fans that came there as their escape from their not great lives weekly or monthly and they got to see their wrestling friends every month like we also got that and like that's what led to us all going crazy and making zoom podcasts and stuff and excuses to just hang out and not go crazy ourselves and then it just led to like these bonds with people and I think all of us we can look back and Brady's a perfect uh comparison of before like 2012 2011 everyone that really started before that it was very much a you find your carload of people and you're not the best of friends with people outside of that little bubble whereas now it's there could be three shows happening on the same day and instead of going man why is that person running you're like oh man my buddy's over there or there's that one person that's trying to it's probably ricky ricky's probably on all three shows has like a birthday party booked is pretending to be santa claus somewhere and then just like he will show up everywhere you'll at least get a high and a goodbye you won't get a goodbye you'll get a high though and he'll disappear in a puff of confetti and i'm so happy you're sponsored uh (laughs) wait wait you said something i'm looking around right now am i the old dog in the room right now yeah buddy i didn't even realize that (laughs) oh why am i here we should have got a vet in here me I'm the okay, they, they they had the Zoom call. They just didn't uh, answer. But it, no, it, I, it, I, that know, I think I've been in. How long has Rex been in? When did he start? I started. I think I was six. Yeah, you, which was forty-five years ago. This is just just over twenty. Yeah, years. yeah. You're the you're the one. You're the vet in the group. Wow. But it is in the in the last ten years. There is definitely a breaking of the walls of the barriers and such where it's like we're all friends and like bringing up the fact that we can help on like me and Fuerza are guys that are trying to help from the locker room and the promoter aspect and then Matt helps so much on the literally the promoting side and Brady said it perfectly when he said either Matt's made the poster or has ripped off the poster of everything in the last 10 years and just that inspiration and like we are more of a collaborative effort and during the pandemic I I will take credit for this because I, I I need to get less humble and more confident. And it was, I developed the tagline of collaboration over competition. And a lot yeah. of people have tried to use that and they did not use it properly. Whereas like this, there's no show logos on this poster and it is all Ricky. And he mentioned earlier, I have no input. I have no knowledge of what's going on that when this show got announced, because he asked me at the Barry show, like pretty much six days after I found my dad. And I was like, yeah, I trust you to do it. And it was about like a six weeks of radio silence on my end. And and then I wake up from a nap after work to like five text messages going, hey, if you need anything, reach out. And I was just like, what the hell happened now in my life that I need help? And then I realized Ricky announced the show. I was like, yep, it's all him. It's all. And then all my podcast notifications have been pretty Ricky appearing here, pretty Ricky appearing here. And I love I love Ricky. So I'm listening to all of him talking and carving pumpkins. And yeah, like I think Ontario is in such a magical place right now where there is less BS and more friends where it's like there was fake friends before and a lot of BS that people don't see. And like even on the fan aspect of like having them be more inclined, because even like Randy, you've been a fan for years and uh, because me and you are close friends. I know about the BS, even like the BS from 30 years ago in the 90s of when you almost got into wrestling. And it's just like, I think you can even put into like, what do you think about 
uh, small independent wrestling now, Randy. I'm going to pose a question right back to you. I played the reverse Uno card. Yeah, good, good stuff. Um, good question. Uh, you, you guys, uh, well, Brennan already knows this. Um, indie wrestling to me, um, around '96 was sort of big for me. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going to indie wrestling over watching it on TV. Um, I got involved with a lot of people in it. Uh, talked with them, gone to shows with them, all over the place. And I was always a guy that uh, sat back and was quiet and watched. I was a good watcher, I guess you can say, right? But uh, stuff happened. And back, the difference from then, and it's exactly how you guys said it before to now, the camaraderie back then, I don't think was as tight. Like you would have like two, three, three guys maybe that were good friends or would travel with each other so on and so forth but then it was just like you said like people in the car there'd be three people that maybe know each other the other three didn't so on and so forth but when i i, I lost my uh i guess you can say your my touch or the feeling brendan for uh for wrestling indie wrestling for a little bit in wrestling in general but then um when i had my kids i i got back back into it and my kids wanted to start uh, seeing it. They're watching on TV and so on and so forth and go into it. And especially as of late, especially since COVID's been done, um, watching you guys, all you guys sitting here right now um, with the camaraderie that you have for each other, sticking up for each other. Ricky's flexing right now. And uh, Brady's giving me the finger. But uh, it's, actually, it's, it's really inspiring. And that's what it should always be right no don't break Uh-oh. come on brother. thank god this is only audio record but uh, <laughs> love you brother but no i appreciate that question and uh, you guys are absolutely amazing in what you do and that's why i think you guys are even better because you guys have each other's backs you guys have each other's shoulders and uh you guys are just absolutely all amazing so thank you guys for getting me back into it my kids love it like uh, you guys probably seen Jeremy around to most of them. Um, my youngest daughter, Cassidy, has been to a lot of them as well. And you will see them coming up on November 6th. So I guess that's a good segue. I want to, uh, well, first we'll do all the plugs. Tell me where everybody can be followed at, I guess you can say. We'll start with you, Mr. Fuerza. Uh, Fuerza Lives is how you can find me. If you find any of my socials, there's a link tree attached to that and it'll take you to everything. It's the easiest way to do it. How about yourself, Brady? Uh, you can find me on Instagram where I usually do my live card breaks and such. That's really the only place I, I'm really interacting uh, on social media. And that is at B-R-A-D-I-E-W. And you can also find me on YouTube at THT420. Mr. Matt Grant, how about yourself, sir? As much as I really want to pull the uh, printy, uh, you know where to find me card. I'm not famous enough for that. So you can follow me at Matthew Grant for days of four. Yeah. Mr. Holden Albright, Brendan, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me at Holden Pro on things, uh, H-O-L-D-E-N-P-R-O. And then uh, Instagram, I'm a lot active on Twitter. I've uh, not been too active on. I've pretty much just throw a grenade on there and then run away from Twitter because it's a cesspool. 
But uh, and then I'm very active on my uh, Facebook to where I threaten myself weekly, if not damn daily, that I'm going to close my account or make a private one. But I haven't done that yet. And I, uh, I put out some thoughtful things every now and then. And I've been very sober recently. So these are just like actually good thoughts. So uh, follow me there. Add me Brendan Caulfield on Facebook. That's right. That's right. And pretty Ricky, I want you to finish it just like we started it with that explosiveness. Tell us a little more about November 6th and then put in your plugs and your socials. I want to pretty Ricky finish. Let's, let's wrap that I'm back up. In. November 5th. November I'm 5th. going in 5th, for sir. the hard sell. Don't you oh. worry about it, buddy boy. If you're looking to find me on all my social medias, you can find it at ProWildy. That's P-R-O-W-I-L-L-D-Y. If you're looking for a wrestling show that's going to knock your socks off, you're looking for November 5th. It's the Arthur Caulfield Memorial Show. All proceeds go to Holden Albright. That's Brendan Caulfield and the Caulfield family. We got a stacked lineup like you wouldn't believe. We got promotions from across Ontario sponsoring, putting superstars and championships in place. We have an HWE television championship match with myself against Clay Wilson. We have the first time ever Revolution presents Giselle Shaw from Impact Wrestling up against Alexia Nicole from AEW Dark. We have Rex Atkins versus Easy E, Eric Carney in a notice qualification match where the loser will have their legs waxed live in the ring during intermission. We have ourselves a battle royal where the winner will debut at Barry Wrestling. Just in, we have Destroy, that's Fight or Flight versus the Space Pirates for the Destiny Tag Team Championships. First time saying it live on this show. And main event, we got Holden Albright against Green for the OTT Heavyweight Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, you're looking for fan interaction and professional wrestling on tip-top caliber. You're looking at collaboration over competition. You're looking at the best of Ontario. You're looking at the Arthur Caulfield Memorial Show. No November 5th at 7 p.m. Doors open 6.30. Found at 4880 Tompkin Road in Mississauga. That's Battle Arts Academy for all your wrestling needs. Wow. Anybody out there try to beat that? Again, this is Randy and Mr. Matt Grant from the table. We're on the free feed on SNME Radio this week. So definitely go see that of this event, the Arthur Caulfield Memorial on November 5th. And uh, if you're not a Patreon right now, go to patreon.com. <laughs> Ricky's running around with this finished pumpkin on his head. So definitely go check that out as well. I want to thank you guys again for joining me today. This is absolutely amazing. And everybody, until next month, I guess, come in, join us. <laughs>